Welcome to the Daily Disciples Podcast with Tony Lee Adamson. Real and raw conversations dealing with life and spirituality. God so loved the world, but do we realize that he still does? God uses people's stories to encourage and enlighten us to continue growing, learning, and living with hope. Here, you will find the love of God speaking to you through the stories of others. Thank you for joining us today. Hello, this is Tony Lee Adamson, and I am in studio today with my dear, long friend, Bobby Brooks. We are the co-founders of Daily Disciples Ministries, which you can find at dailydisciples.org or on theconnectionsnetwork.tv. And I've been talking about Bobby often on the podcast, so today I am honored that she's actually sitting here. And if you read the uh, about for the podcast today, I said how uh, years ago, 22 years ago, right, Bobby? Yeah. All right, 22 years ago, I found myself leaving the Bible study that I loved and adored and had all my really good friends a part of at Community Bible Study in uh, Carlsbad, California, and found myself in a church ministry where I didn't have very many friends. So I was talking to uh, the pastor's wife, and I said, I think I'm going to ask Bobby Brooks to be my prayer partner. I had left my prayer partner from Community Bible Study, and I know I needed the accountability to actually pray with someone. And a good prayer partner means... Someone who shows up on time, doesn't want to hang out too much, prays more than they desire to talk. So I guess I was looking for a professional prayer partner when I really looked at the the resume of what I was looking for. And Bobby was perfect. I didn't know her. She lived on the other side of the county in San Diego. She didn't have children. Our circles did not connect, and we wouldn't say hi to each other except at church. She wouldn't be in my grocery stores. She wouldn't be at my gym. So uh, so I reached out to her, actually. She had been a leader for a year already and in the Bible study group, and I reached out to her and just left her a message. And, Bobby, did you even know what a prayer partner was at the time? Um, I'd heard about it. Yeah. <laughs> I did not have one. I, I kind of had one for a couple of, uh, a couple times, but really never um, knew what the purpose was. And the purpose of having a prayer partner, sometimes we find that the prayers we're praying, they feel like they're hitting the ceiling instead of hitting the holy of holies in the heavens. And uh, and sometimes, and we talked about this on previous episodes of Conversations with God, which this is a continuation of Conversations with God. Sometimes we need to learn how to pray differently. Sometimes we need to learn how to surrender that prayer to God and walk away from it so we can get better perspective. Sometimes we have to pray as if We're sitting next to Jesus as he's at the right hand of the Father in the heavens. So for me, I had three little kids, and my prayers were, of course, for my children and uh, and my marriage and the ministry at the time. But I knew some of those prayers were not being answered. So having a prayer partner allows someone else to pray for those things without my agenda. Now I'm asking for the Lord to speak through her perspective, through her prayers, through her walk with the Lord, that I can be then here, what is God actually going to answer? Is he going to answer any of these prayers? So it was really good that Bobby and I were not friends because she didn't hear my perspective about things. True, very true. So I called Bobby, and Bobby, why don't we start with a little bit of your story of how you came to know Jesus? Well, I came to know Jesus early on. Uh, I was nine years old, and 
I was I grew up in a in the South and West Tennessee and went to I was really raised in church uh, from birth to teenager and walked down the aisle when I was nine years old and prayed with the pastor and and prayed with my mother and and I knew at that age that I wanted Jesus in my heart and even at nine years old I had a lot of knowledge about understanding uh, salvation and I knew I didn't want to go to hell and maybe sometimes that was just as a kid part of it later on uh, I would wake up in my mid-30s realizing that God had a different plan and as an adult I I guess there's a, a rededication or um, something that I needed to do to repent and not necessarily be born again or saved again but really come back to the Lord in that childlike faith mm -hmm. and that's what happened when I met you it started happening about a year before I met you or I never would have met you because it was through the obedience of being in a place where I had been in corporate America and God was so good to me and it wasn't I mean I was I was walking with the Lord in the sense of Jesus was my Lord and Savior and I gave him glory for just the blessings in my life but I had no idea that around the corner I would come down with an illness that would cause me to have to leave that job and in the year 2000 would find myself in the same church I'd been in for four years but actually going to a Bible study mm -hmm. and your uh, perspective of even a woman's Bible study was very foreign to you well I really had never even though growing up in the church I was in I did go to Sunday school I did uh, have those uh, we, Sunday school was every Sunday but I didn't I was not a city kid I lived in the country and everybody in my church knew each other from the city school so I always felt incredibly out of place and I always felt embarrassed because my father did not go to church with my mother which was also very embarrassing I always felt embarrassed at church and I always felt like you know it just what those things weren't for me I kind of grew up just thinking those those things like Bible studies or when they would go on retreats or they would do these as I became more um, involved in women activities I was already managing um, a company or labs and I never went to church events I just didn't think that was for me and and I think from my childhood on, I always felt very uncomfortable. And I was so, I, I, I joked that I was so glad that God uh, was good to give those women something to do during the day. Because during the day, when I was working 10, 12 hours a day, I had no way of going to a 9 or 10 o'clock Bible study in the morning or have the energy to go to one at 6 o'clock at night. So um, it just I just felt completely like in a different world and that was my perspective I also felt like at that time for my personal situation I had by 32 years old I was in the process of getting my executive MBA I had two bachelor's degrees I was running a, a multi-million probably hundred million dollar laboratory infectious disease lab in in Los Angeles California and I did not see myself having anything in common with women in a Bible study or at church who wore these very flowery capri pants and flip-flops when I was wearing a business attire and even though they were dresses and skirts and pumps you know I still didn't have anything in common mm -hmm. and that was how I approached things and I I think God knew in my heart I thought I was not necessarily better but that I just didn't didn't fit in and I did not see myself being a part of it so again you did not relate to the I people at church <laughs> and right. I did not want to I right. mean more than anything I just did not want to but God <clears throat> there's a, a lesson to be learned in obedience <clears throat> there's a lesson to be learned in surrender and 
the more, you know, at the, I have to say, it, it would be one thing at the end of my story in 2000, if the end of my story was, and everything came crashing down and all my worst fears were true, that would be a story ending that people could say, yep, that's what you thought would happen. And boy, you're right. God just punished you and tormented you and paid you back for all those those arrogant negative thoughts. Well, it couldn't be further from the truth. That's so not what happened. And, the, and 22 years later, as we're recording this or doing this live, we're actually live um, on, you know, in October of 2022, in tw over 20 years, because it would be a couple of years after I started the Bible study that, that I'd end up being a part of leaders group, of course. Of course, that being my personality and even Tony Lee's personality, uh, certain people, men and women, are just natural leaders and they're going to end up in leadership positions. And even though two years earlier I didn't want to be in the Bible study, two years later I'm one of the group leaders. Uh, that's just what happens. But it's also because God had changed my heart. I had let the Lord change my heart. I wanted to change. And I have to tell you that it wasn't just that I did it out of obedience. I did it out of repentance. I did it out of realizing I su I was like in remorse. All of a sudden, I looked at these women who I had judged. I had misjudged. I had wrongly judged. And I, it's not that I would ever be like them because I, my children were my employees. My, my, my life was my career. It wasn't my God. Jesus was always with me. And I knew I wouldn't have had the career I had without Jesus. And I, I can't say that, that in my case, my career was my God. I, I, I worked very hard, but I always knew it was because of the Lord. However, I changed in from from realizing what I had missed in not having women as in my life and fellowship and understanding that God is so kind to forgive and to love. And I had missed out on that. Even though I was married, I had a wonderful, beautiful stepdaughter who was about 14 years old by the time I, well, no, she wasn't that old. She was eight nine years old when I got married and, um, and was around, around 13, 14. And she would babysit the kids at night at the church. So I was blessed in so many ways that my heart changed. And I found myself not, you know, realizing I'm repenting over the judgment and the misjudgment of the women. And boy, did I, did, did there's no way I could ever say God did something to me. And I think this is important for people to understand. You may think that God's punishing you by going and doing something you don't want to do. Or maybe you've lost something that you held on dearly, like a job that you just felt like you earned. That's how I felt anyway. And yet all these years later, I wouldn't be here on a podcast that, that TL's doing under the name Daily Disciples, which is the uh, nonprofit 501c3 we set up because of writing over 20 Bible studies. None of that would have happened. Radio, television, uh, meeting people across the country, mm -hmm. the world would have never happened. I, there's no way I could ever say God didn't have a wonderful plan. And all I can say is I needed a prayer partner as faithful and committed and uh, and in love with the Lord as much as you were. And I would have never been willing to do that if I wasn't in a place of surrender and obedience. Right. I was too scared. Right. And I, I had felt You're the teacher. too alone I'm scared. Yeah, for a long time. I would be scared to death to pray with the, I mean, to, to pray with the leader. Uh, I think I said preacher. You were the women's <laughs> ministry leader along with the pastor's wife and I was I was petrified to pray with her. I had heard her pray these beautiful prayers and there's no way that I would have ever wanted to be alone with her in a room having to pray. Scared well, to death. and we did it. I came up to your house, didn't I? 
-hmm. come up to your office that was in your house you were setting up a company the with first Tom. time no the first time we met the church okay went to the church right at the church mm -hmm. all right and praying was a new experience i mean it was um different for me too because i loved my last prayer partner sandy and i were uh, best friends and um and we prayed together weekly and then we saw each other a couple times a week working through community bible study but today on this show we're going to talk about conversations with god and how we actually learn to talk with god and know that he is talking back and bobby you are so good at that because you would say you would hear something in your head and let's talk about what does it sound like hearing from the lord right mm -hmm. our first book was building divine intimacy learning to have a relationship with the living god so conversations with god means he talks back too and just in our leaders meeting last week one of the gals said you know i don't know about you all but i don't hear an audible voice i hear these thoughts in my head that are clearly not my thoughts they are so foreign to my personality that i think maybe this is god and uh, she was then talking about what came into her head which you knew went completely against her own desire so um so as we are talking about conversations with god right now bobby talk about when you first started to hear the lord and how you would say god well, if this is you prove it i started uh reading through the bible before i even met you and uh just so you know i'm talking to tl as we're doing this you have to go to Podbean, and if you're on Podbean right now and you're listening live and you want to share this with someone on Facebook, uh, you just need to go to Podbean.com. And um, TL says we're, pro we're we're live casting in another browser window, so we want to make sure we're not doing Facebook Live at the same time. Are we still Can going? Okay? No, yeah, keep going, Bob. So. Um, Sometimes when we're doing live and we're trying to share it, it's a little bit harder. Right. But um, this is, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to uh, the Dale Disciples podcast with Tony Lee Adamson. She is, uh, she and I both are co-founders of Dale Disciples Ministries. And this is a live broadcast of her weekly and sometimes daily podcast she's doing on conversations with God. So as her ministry partner, I am invited into her studio today to be a part of it. And we have people that want to listen and we're just now getting the um, uh, links out so you can hear while we are live. Now this will be posted uh, later on today. You can go to podbean.com uh, and you can search Daily Disciples Podcast with Tony Lee on Podbean and it will come up as her as the page and you'll get to hear conversations with God interview with Bobby Brooks is the title and so this will be you'll be able to play this and listen to it later so some people want to hear it right at the moment and she's working on it but back to the question of knowing that I was hearing God I was like I said I I was grow I was raised in church I had grown up knowing Jesus and and when I think about God, first of all, I just want to back up for one moment and talk about the Trinity. We don't we don't hear or read the word Trinity in the Bible, but God is known as a triune God, meaning three parts. But he's not just three parts. God is three persons. And three persons, meaning he is a full person in three parts. Of each of these entities one is in the Old Testament we are introduced to all three in the very beginning of creation and throughout the Old Testament we hear about Jehovah God we hear God G-O-D God uh, through the different translations but if you really studied Hebrew which I haven't I have a friend who has I believe a PhD or a master's in Hebrew which way blows my mind 
but uh, Hebrew, uh, there's different there's different names for God in both the Old and New Testament. But God, for simplicity, I'm going to just say God the Father. So God the Father, I would always talk in prayer to God the Father as my Father, as my Heavenly Father. And even Jesus in the New Testament, when he prayed, our Heavenly Father, um, he is referring to his Heavenly Father because Jesus was on earth fully man and fully God. Son of God, but fully God. So we, we, we have God the Father, and then we have God the Son. And the Son being Jesus, who I as a child, adult, daily, Jesus is the one that we pray and we sing about. He walks with me and he talks with me. Um, Jesus is the one that we can almost visualize as a man because we read the Gospels. And as I would read the Gospels, even um, at a very young age, I, I think all of us who read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John have an image in our minds of what Jesus looks like as a man. And he only lived to be 32, 33 years old. So, um, and, and the Old Testament who prophesied about the coming of Jesus uh, described him as unattractive. In other words, he was not the person that we would, as people, as women would go, wow, isn't he handsome? And there were people in the Bible that clearly, like even the first king of, of Israel, King Saul, he was called tall and handsome. And so that word handsome represented men who were different from other men as being good looking. Jesus, however, was described in the Old Testament as being pretty much non, uh, someone you wouldn't notice. Just someone that you, you just, he didn't stand out as being handsome or or at, or at the same time, he didn't stand out as being disfigured or anything. He just was, I guess you would say, just average. So God, the Son, and then the third one, God, the Holy Spirit. Or So you have God, the Holy Spirit, who Jesus says that he would leave when he left uh, from the cross and died and rose again. He, he stayed on the earth 40 days and then ascended into heaven and when he ascended he said i am leaving you not as orphans i am leaving you my holy spirit so and on the day of pentecost which is the 50th day because when after he ascended he told the disciples and the other group to go and wait for him in jerusalem and they waited in the upper room for several days and it was on the 50th day the day of pentecost that the holy spirit showed up that was when uh, they knew uh, Jesus, the Son, was gone from the earth, but the Holy Spirit was still, uh, was now in the place to live within our hearts. So I have had this kind of understanding uh, since I've been reading the Bible. And I started reading the Bible even before I got involved in praying with T.L., I read through the Bible for in five months, and then I read through it again. And all of a sudden, I am hearing God speak through the Bible. In the book of Isaiah, when it says, God says, then it's like God is speaking. Who is he speaking to? Well, he's speaking at that moment to Isaiah, but really he's speaking to us. And so that's what we need to understand. And I would... I would hear things then in my, it's kind of like when you know your thoughts are not your thoughts. It's like, I, I, I don't hear God's voice walking around like somebody's talking to me. You know, I think schizophrenics here, schizophrenia is a, is a calm, is not common, but it's part of its, its uh, characteristics is hearing voices. I don't hear voices and say, oh, that's God. I hear God in my spirit, in my heart, in my mind, and in thoughts that are not my thoughts. 
And so TL's right. Anytime I would hear something that wasn't of me, and especially something that I would never think, uh, I would go get the Bible and I would ask the Lord to show me in Scripture that this is true. Because I did not want to be caught off by by the demon or the Satan who the Bible says can can imitate and be seen or to sound like God. Uh, an angel of light. An angel of light. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, that's good. So the same thing with me. I mean, I when I first started hearing the Lord, I was a teenager. I didn't realize that was an anomaly. Uh, I was reading. How did you hear him? I was reading the word of God and it would say, go and tell. And I'd take it literally. It would say, be still. And I'd go, okay. I mean, it, it was reading the word of God as if he was talking to me. A love letter to me. His way to talk to me that day. And my mind got trained in how to do that. This morning, actually, I was reading Second Timothy. And Paul said to Timothy, uh, so he's the senior pastor trying to help the newer pastor start churches that Paul actually established first. And he was saying, you know, I stood trial in front of these amazing, you know, politicians and kings and everyone deserted me but Jesus. And then he continued to say, let that not be held against them. Because Jesus gave me the ability to preach the gospel to those people. Like Jesus was with me. And I do believe that, that sometimes it's in that sense of being alone that we hear God the loudest. Like the quieter that we are, the less noise we have in our life, the louder God is. Because as we seek him, we hear him. But I do believe that we first really come in a conversation with God with an open word of God. I have heard of other people's testimonies that they were just, you know, all alone and all of a sudden heard the voice of God, which I have not had that type of experience. The voice of God to me is a different, completely different thought in my head also that I'm like, wait a minute, that's not like me to think like that. And then I go to the Word of God. And you and I, Bobby, we've been reading through the yearly Bible and the chronological Bible for years. Like we take, they, we almost act as if they're, um, they're prayer journals because we write dates and events and people's names next to it that we're praying for or that we see God moving in our lives. So, so that yearly Bible becomes a living journal to us as we look back. I have a friend who changes out her Bible every three years because the first year she uses it, she marks in a green pen. And then the second year she uses it, it's in a blue pen and, and, you know, and so forth. So she looks back three years as she reads through the word of God. And it is very important to understand that God does honor our faith and faith is acknowledging that he's there and that he's hearing us. And, and that's, that's conversations with God. Well, faith to me has always been, it's just always been, I guess, T.L. calls it a gift. She says, I have the gift of faith. Well, there's also the gift of faith. And yes. I, that's what I'm saying. To me, uh, faith is so natural to me that I don't know if it's because as a child in my environment, I had to just trust Jesus for so many things. And I knew i just knew that whatever i needed he would he would provide and he did mm -hmm. and then what has encouraged me so greatly as an adult is i could write a book i could fill a hundred pages of a book to if i actually wrote down anything i if i could remember if i literally could remember all of the things as a child that i either wished for, asked for, secretly wanted, or openly wanted as an adult, how many of those that have come true, it would just be unbelievable. There are so many that God has fulfilled that's just almost, it's just overwhelming. 
So my faith continues to be encouraged and strengthened even today, no matter, no matter what's going on in my life, no matter the situations. We all have various trials, but my faith has gotten to a point that I, even though I am tempted, I am tested, I am poked and prodded, um, and sometimes I fall, I, well, oftentimes, oftentimes I fall very short of remaining faithful in my actions. I may be faithful in my heart, but there are many times that I will act or behave in a way that doesn't seem faithful. But deep down, I know the Lord will complete the good work he has started. Mm -hmm. Amen. That's beautiful. So we became prayer partners and that continued for years. And it was, it was really the birth of becoming prayer partners that birthed our Bible studies that we wrote. And uh, we've written around 20 Bible studies. Mm -hmm. And then we just finished teaching the, the book of James in the Bible, but we also wrote a Bible study on the book of James that we just went through. And then we're looking at picking up probably Esther the next time we do Which is Bible a very study. Different, mm -hmm. Very different book, very different type of teaching. Uh, we're praying about it. I'm not sure if we'll do Esther or not. Mm -hmm. The main reason is because the Old Testament, and especially the book of Esther, uh, the book of Esther never even mentions the name of God, never mentions uh, God's name. But it is such a book of the sovereignty of God that you have to take it as one story. It's one story. And it's uh, how many chapters? It's quite a few chapters because mm -hmm. we I think we broke it into four or five uh, lessons, I think five lessons. We put three chapters together we towards to put, the yeah, end. We put, yeah, we put chapters together because the story is one story. But, it's an, but it is so powerful how God's sovereignty, which for me is encouraging because it, it lets us know that God's plans cannot be thwarted. They cannot be thwarted or taken away or changed as long as God is, is with us. And God is with us if we are with him in mm -hmm. Jesus. Amen. Yes. So we'll see how Esther turns out. But we've written Ezra was a book that um, a minor. Well, Ezra wasn't a prophet, but he he was the first one sent back. He was a priest. He was sent back from um, Babylon, Babylon um, or Persia. It was I Persia was at that Persia point. Because, right. King yeah, Cyrus they had been taken over to rebuild the temple, to start the rebuilding of the temple. And Ezra, uh, that Bible study is called A Time to Rebuild. Uh, Esther, I think, is so nice because of Esther 4.14. For such a time as this, we, uh, you know, for such a time as this, uh, it's kind of like the common, the common verse that everybody quotes. And, um, are you posting? Yes. So, you know, that would have been so much easier to just copy, to just take that link right there. You know? you know what, Bobby? It's amazing. For some reason, the Lord has you and a whole different project than me. Yeah. So, hey, praise uh, God that you were on this show that I figured this out. Isn't that amazing? I'm sitting here and she's figuring <laughs> stuff out just by me sitting here. No, I'm teasing. <laughs> What else do you want me to talk about as you're I want you to talk about I want you to talk about the time that you were on your knees in the middle of the night repenting. Well I want you to talk yeah, about there's a, there your a, walk and your prayer life with God. Which ask, is different. You have to ask than mine. me questions. Well, you know, I'm telling I'm, you which story. Uh, we've been together for uh, long enough to know if you, I know if, you know that story. So um <laughs> if you just put an at symbol in front of my name it, you don't okay. Thank you, Bobby. Yeah. So, this is who we are, Tia. Why would anybody? No, no. You put uh, at, and then I, I okay. Great. I automatically come up. See there. They are right. Great. See? Go ahead. There you go. Continue. She's gonna. She see. She's learning to podcast, and it's all perfect. It's amazing. Um, no, I, I'm joking. We have been in media for 
over 15 years and I'm, I have kind of pushed her into doing her own podcast as opposed to doing one with me. And it's, it's, uh, I now get to be on the other end of it. So I enjoy it. And it it is so uncomfortable for me to open the show, close the show. I'm just so thankful we don't have to transition in and out of commercials like we did for 10 years, because I can tell you, you did a great job. I open and close yes, every show. Every show. And we had live radio on I guess old a, dogs can learn new tricks. The fifth largest city. I think San Diego is like the fifth largest city. We worked with the largest uh, Christian communication Christian media company, Salem Media, and we were on uh, the San Diego K Prairie station for many like eleven years and yeah, I open and close the show, Every some show. live, some recorded, but I loved it. It wasn't a big deal. And pretty much when we were interviewed, you always answered the first question. Like it yeah. didn't matter where we were. were you you would say, who's though? going first? Yes. Yeah. Totally. Because, um, and then once I heard you talk, yeah. then I could keep going. And so this is completely I'm not different like, for me. Um, I'm always telling people, I'm always telling people, just relax, just be yourself and don't, this is this is true of everything in in life. Don't don't all of a sudden try to be something that you're not. And be be who you are. If you're if you're talking about anything for the first time, just just be relaxed. It, we tend to be nervous. A little bit of that's good to have the the anxiety to be give us energy. But we don't want to try to say things that aren't true or try to say something that doesn't represent who we are. But TL is um i have to i have to give her some big time big time um um compliments and big time kudos kudos isn't even the best word because really uh, at our church which i do want to mention at lake community church in lake martin in dadeville alabama we we walked into that church on mother's day of two of 2021 and have never left it and it is, without a doubt, the most incredible church I've ever been to. And I've been to a lot of churches. T.L. and I both have been to a lot of churches. And it's not about denomination. It's not about location. It's not about the people. And both pastors, Pastor Chad Harrison and Pastor Terry Heron, um, who I'm, I, I believe will both end up interviewed on this podcast, would tell you in a heartbeat, it's certainly not about about them but it is about them allowing and wanting the holy spirit to be uh have free reign if you will to have the the ability the invitation to come and and just be in charge of every service of everything we're doing so i wouldn't be here right now if that wasn't the case but moving on talking about how we uh with radio and then really coming together, praying together, brought, and we encourage people a lot, please, please um, pray. Right. Please get together and find a prayer partner. I would say pray about who should be your prayer partner. Yeah. Because I would never have picked you. I mean, that was the Lord. Yeah, you didn't. And I you know, have no, you know, no intent. You know, I just want to. Cor- I just want to correct something that. Um, uh, you know, I, I do want to finish giving you kudos about how I was going to say, you have really run the women's ministry. You started the women's ministry, and this last one especially taught the women's ministry at James. You, you are running many things at the church, and you are an amazing leader of women. You are amazing woman of God. Hashtag woman of God, hashtag leader of women, hashtag amazing, truly um, has uh, been used by God and have and wants to be used by God in ways that other people are a little bit hesitant. And you're you're reaching people in a way that they want to be reached. Now, we're all at fault. We're all flawed. So we get nervous and worried and we don't feel good about ourselves. But. I just want to tell you this past Bible study, I think has made a huge impact and I'll give you, I know that this will be played and heard uh, by people over time. And I'm not going to be ashamed to admit that 
in this particular Bible study with James starting out in the fall, um, no one knows this. So I'm going to share it now. So whether it's live or you hear it later, I'm sure some of the women in the Bible study at church and probably some of the people at church wondered why in this Bible study, I did not, I was not her co-leader. I was not even the co-teacher. And we had been up until this point, co co-leaders, really co-founders of the women's ministry for the church. It's a relatively young church. And we obviously having the experience could God led us to be able to help start. And probably last year, I was more of the one pushing to start the Bible, the women's ministry. And we did the book of Ephesians, but TL and I, um, it's been several years since we've taught a Bible study together. It's been several years since we've done ministry together, primarily because of COVID shut down California for at least two years, if not more. And um, we just found ourselves in different, we've changed and we have different ways of thinking, different ways of doing things and different issues, quite frankly, uh, in life. And And I noticed after two Bible studies at the church with us really trying to do them together, um, I realized that it wasn't working as smoothly as it should. And even though she and I could get over it, you know, we were used to it. We, you know, we, we drive away and we can talk about it and get over it. But the women coming and the church as a whole doesn't understand that, doesn't, they only see what they see and they don't know how we are handling it. So my concern was if we keep doing this and and we're both very strong personalities, we both are very strong leaders. And I was already working on a separate project that she'll interview me about later. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But um, I felt after much prayer over the summer, I knew in my heart that I was going to have to step aside when this next Bible study season came up. And I also knew that people were not going to understand why, and I wasn't going to tell them. In other words, I, I, the Lord did not tell me to explain to everybody what I was doing or why I was doing it. And so I even told T.L. and she didn't like it either. Nobody liked it that knew about it. I asked for my name to be taken off the women's ministry leadership uh, bulletin. It had Bobby Brooks and Tony Adamson, women's ministry leaders. And I asked for my name to be removed. That was an interesting look I got, you know, rightfully so. And then um, I told T.O., I said, you need to teach every chapter and I will I will sit there and support you. I will be there to support you any way I can behind the scenes. Then also she wanted to start small groups. And I really felt like, and I, and I say this uh, transparently and, and, and as authentically as I can, uh, I felt like in my, in my heart and even through prayer that the women needed just one more, one more study together before small groups are introduced because small groups can be it can just kill the Bible study if people don't want to be in a small group. They can walk out after the teaching. And it was a big risk. And um, and TL was, was, was really just the opposite. She just felt completely like it was time. And she was going to train the leaders. So my I was at the crossroads. It's a crossroads. What many of us come to as friends, as partners, and whatever partners meaning co-partners, co-leaders, co-owners, you know, you're at a crossroads in a disagreement or a place of not necessarily decision making. Decision, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I decided that the best that that the best way for this to to be what was honoring to God, regardless of what people thought was to let to really not just say well T.L. you do whatever I'm not I'll, I'll go do my thing you do yours but no 
I'm trusting you. I'm trusting the Lord because I trust your walk with the Lord. I trust you've prayed about this. I trust that whatever God's put on your heart is right. And so she trained the leaders. And let me tell you, these leaders just did an amazing job. First time that it's only the third Bible study the church has done. It's the first time they, a lot of them have ever been in a small group. And last night was the final get together and it was awesome. And the women were awesome and very few people left the study. We started with, all, I mean, I mean, maybe 10% change in number and every single one that shared absolutely loved it and were blown away and said nothing but awesome things about it. So it was, but I knew if I had been there, if I had been the co-ministry leader with TL, I don't believe it would have been that smooth, that positive, or that blessed. I believe I had to make that decision and walk it out because there, it's sometimes there can only be one true leader. In this case, it needed to be and will need to be forever in this situation, TL. She is the women's ministry leader and the ministry leader. So, well, that's very sweet of you, Bobby. It it is sweet, but it's true. But you were there when I ran questions by you, and you were I was present, there and the you, scenes. yeah, and you were praying with yeah. me, mm -hmm. and right. uh, you never do anything alone. I, I think true leaders know right. who to pull from, and I mean, it, it takes a while, but we have many counselors. That's what the Word of God says. If you want real wisdom. Pull from many counselors. So it's not only talking to the Lord, of course, but it's also talking to the people in your life that you trust. And I think about Moses needing Jethro in the wilderness a lot. That here the cloud was above them, directing them by day, and then a pillar of fire directing them by night. And God talks to Moses like a friend. And then Moses says to Jethro, his father-in-law, you know this land, you know this desert, you come with us and help us. And I thought, why does he need Jethro to help when you have a relationship with God like that, right? right? But it's because uh, the Christian church, we're called the bride of Christ, and he puts us in community with each other. And we need each other. We make up the body of Christ. We're not only the bride, we are the body. And there are many members, and we have to be able to pull from the people that God puts us in. And to me, it's always amazing that the very people that we walk out life with on earth will be the people we also know in heaven. Like I can't say I know the apostle Paul. I know his writings and I can glean obviously from his One writings, but I don't know him personally, but I actually walk the earth with you, you know, so we will be, uh, sharing an eternity together with the people we are in church with now, which is amazing how many church hopping there is going on. And yeah, I mean, it really, I, I believe this church is special and I think that God's hand is upon it. And I do believe for those listening right now, if you're listening to this podcast, this is the daily disciples podcast with Tony Lee Adamson. It's not with Bob and Tony Lee. It's with Tony Lee Adamson. And she, um, is one of the co-founders. We both co-founded Dear Disciples Ministries. And we're also co-founders of the Connections Network. The Connections Network, you can find it at Connections, leave off the T and, or the, and it's connectionsnetwork.tv. You can go to the Apple or Google Play Store and, down, and look for the Connections Network TV and download it for free. We have a Bible study channel that's $4.95 a month. There's a subscription charge simply because one, there's going to be hundreds and hundreds of Bible study hours of, of teachings. And there's also a cost on our end for that, but there's all, but there is going to be discount codes for Bible studies that you can purchase and you can join the Bible study with us uh, when we start up in January. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we're glad that you're so part of So the Connections Network, you can get the app, Mm -hmm. And that's 
The Apps. Connections Network on the App Store for Apple and for Google, Google. Play. Mm -hmm. And then you can also type it in online, www.connectionsnetwork.tv. Mm -hmm. Right, okay. And then is there another way to get it? No, the, the app, website. The website. App and the website. Okay. And Great. they all are on every smart device. You can mm -hmm. download them, go to them on every device. Mm -hmm. And they'll also be on all the smart TVs. We have not, uh, it's launched, it's live, but we're starting to do a campaign that's going to be kicking off even this week. By the end of October, as we're kicking off, uh, November, December are going to be big months for what we call a soft launch. And then January, uh, we've got two new, we've got up to 25 channels up and really, there are many networks that are being populated. And so, if you're out there listening, you may want to grab uh, something. We're, we'll be talking about it more and more. Mm -hmm. Maybe you'll have me on again. I can talk about yes, it. Yes, I'll have you on again. Matter of fact, I'm going to close out this show because I need Bobby's time to help me with this podcast and, and the foundation of it as, as I continue to do it. So you've been listening to Daily Disciples Podcast with Tony Lee Adamson and my co-founder, Bobby Brooks. We're continuing this episode of Conversations with God, and I'm actually heading back to San Diego this week that I'll be interviewing many of our friends there also. So continue to tune in. Our uh, our podcast is on podbean.com, and you can subscribe to that. We'd love to hear from you. We're on many social media sites and pages under our names and also Daily Disciples and also Media for Women, right? So hope to talk to you soon, see you soon, but thank you so much for joining us today. Bye, everybody. Thank you for joining Daily Disciples Podcast with Tony Lee Adamson. No more fake, fancy, or fluffy, but real and raw conversations dealing with life and spirituality. For more information, go to dailydisciples.org or connectionsnetwork.tv. And we can't wait to talk to you soon.